Thank you for tuning in to Shift the Plan podcast, where it is never too late to change the game. I'm your host, Rhonda Evans, and here we'll be listening to stories of the everyday woman. How life just, you know, brings you a little bit of obstacles, but what matters is what you do within the shift. Here we are at a brand new week. It is Wednesday, so you know what that means. We will be talking to another shift maker. So before I get into who we're going to be talking to today, make sure that you guys are subscribed to Shift the Plan podcast. So that way you don't miss any new episodes that come out from week to week. Also, leave a review, rate it. This helps other listeners who are searching for a podcast like this. Um, it helps them find it. So the more you subscribe, the more you rate it, especially rate it <laughs> and review it, the more that we can get these stories of amazing women out to everyone. Okay. So without further ado, we will be talking today to Nate. Autumn Naomi. She is an aspiring fashion stylist, but what's so key about her is that she is a young entrepreneur who I first met in the girl CEO inner circle. And when I tell you, she took that very seriously. She made an investment in her development as a business owner and she held herself accountable. Not only did she hold herself accountable, she connected with other women in the group like myself and we held each other accountable. So she is definitely a trend setter. She is someone who is leading the pack as a young entrepreneur and she is paving the way for herself without any excuses. So here we go. Let's get into this new episode. So we're going to get started by first letting people know who you are. (laughs) Get mm. the background so they can know exactly who this who is this chick. Lord <laughs> Jesus. Oh my goodness. Okay. So for those of you who do not know me, my name is Autumn Naomi. Um, I am 19 years old. I just turned 19. So I'm not, I'm an adult. You know, 18 was like scratching the surface. <laughs> but 19 is like, okay, like, okay, you in there for real now. Um <laughs> But what would I want people to know about me? Like, who am I? Um, first, I would definitely say that I'm God-fearing. Mm-hmm. I'm God-fearing. Um, my grandmother is a pastor, so I grew up in the Amy Vine Church. Oh, and wow. that's kind of like my background. I didn't really get into having a relationship with God until later on. Um, but definitely first would say God-fearing. I am optimistic. I am outgoing. Um, I'm an aspiring wardrobe stylist. So if you're looking to get styled, come on. Come on, ATL. I came to take all your clients. <laughs> um, what else would I say about myself? Um, very silly, very goofy. I like to have a good time. Um, I like comedy. Definitely, definitely like that. But number one, if nobody ever hears anything else about me, I want them to know that I'm God-fearing. Point blank, period. That, definitely God-fearing. That's important. I think that's important in anything that you do, because if you don't have, first of all, if you don't believe or you don't have the right kind of faith, I think that any kind of obstacle that comes along, you're going to stumble backwards because you don't have the faith to sustain you to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to make it through this. It's okay. This is a little roadblock, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to be okay. Yep. Absolutely. 
So let's see, you just turned 19. So Mm -hmm. let's go back. Had you always, always wanted to be in the fashion industry? Was that like a big thing for you when you were growing up? Okay, so I will say I've always been art oriented. So I've always been a creative. Um, I attended First Ward Creative Arts Academy when I was a fifth grader. Then I transitioned into, I believe your son goes there now, Northwest School of the Arts. Mm -hmm. So I went there sixth and seventh grade where I was actually a theater major so I started wow. out mm-hmm. you might know my son <laughs> I, I I really might though but is he has he graduated no this is senior year okay yeah so he probably was coming in when well I don't know I I went to Mallard Creek for my like actual ninth grade through 12th grade but I'm we're, we probably cross paths or you go know, follow each other on Instagram or something like that mm-hmm. so yes I was a theater major um I had some really phenomenal pe- teachers Sarah Buckner is one Chip Caldwell is another um and that's kind of where everything started so my brother was in another program at Northwest and Northwest I appreciate the school so much because I was able to number one be able to accept different people who weren't quote unquote like myself and you you understand what I say when I say that and anybody who who has went to Northwest understands that as well Mm -hmm. um so just understanding the culture and appreciating other people um in their craft that's where it really started I was I never had a lead role although I was into acting and I wanted to be an actress like really really bad I never had a, a lead role. I always was either like the ensemble or I was like an extra. And I would always be really sad and tell my mom, like, when are they going to, you know, let me have a lead role? But then I had to sit back and like calm yourself, Autumn. I didn't realize that God was putting me in that place to say, okay, you're going to be an ensemble and you're going to be in the extra right now, but I'm only doing this so that it can elevate you at a later point in your life. Uh-oh. You always want to be a lead. Yes, I always wanted to be a lead, and I was saying I always got an ensemble role. I always got, like, an extra role. The first um, play that I was in was Moby Dick, and I was, like, washing the boat, like, doing it really well, and (laughs) I literally had to, like, step back and humble myself. And I didn't realize this until I was older, until I really, like, started to have a relationship with God, but he was saying, like, so mm-hmm. I can elevate you at a different time. So I've always been, you know, a creative, a creative. I've always been, you know, oriented in the arts. But my fashion didn't really start to come to play until probably like middle school, high school, really. So my mom is a style icon. She is who I look up to. Oh. She is really big in the corporate world. So she's a regional director for a staffing firm. And... um hasn't always been that way she's definitely grown Mm -hmm. she's been with the company for about 10 years and always showed up like she was meant to be the boss so that's Mm -hmm. where I kind of get you know if you speak that and you live that then God has no option but to give it to you you know so even when she was in her customer service position it was a call center she was still dressing like she was you know the regional director or the VP of the company um she used to always get on me like stop wearing my shoes stop doing this stop doing that and I'm just like girl like you're so fabulous and I wanted to be just like my mom so that's kind of where um, that came from. I wanted to go to new, um, NYU for a moment. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that money was a real thing and I couldn't afford it. <laughs> so I had to, you know, take a few steps back. But um, fashion, 
really didn't start to come to play until like middle school, high school. Um, and I will say that I got a lot of compliments on like my outfits and things of that sort. And I was like, okay, so that person over there starting this business, they starting that, that business. How can I start a business? Oh, wow. I just didn't know exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. So I knew that there were fashion designers. I knew there were buyers. I knew there was PR. I knew there was, you know, fashion editors, but I was like, what is that thing called? Like, you know, you see celebrities and they don't wear the same outfit. Mm-hmm. Like, who dresses them? You know, that type of thing. So I was actually inspired by, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but her name is The Annihilator mm-hmm. on Instagram. So she actually, she's a, a fashion influencer. Um, She's now a really big YouTuber, but actually gave me the title to identify what career I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was I had the pleasure of meeting her um earlier this year, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. And kind of like, you know, tell her, you inspired me, girl. Like, there's this thing called Girl Bosses. My girl bosses link up, and I was able to travel to Virginia Beach and meet her as long along with um not sure if you're familiar with Sierra from Love and Hip Hop. Oh no, that's not Love and Hip Hop. Yes, it is Love and Hip Hop. So she was there mm-hmm. from ATL, um, um, along with Alori Swank, who is a renowned wardrobe stylist and another publicist. So my love for fashion has definitely been there. It's in my family. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was a um, modeling coach for a modeling troupe back in the day. Oh, so the yeah. art has been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really start to develop it until like middle school, high school. Oh, wow. So at in and then high school, you were like, I know I want to be in business for myself. I don't know mm-hmm. what this business is going to be called, but I just know I want it. And you- yep. At that point, you started going after it. So when you were able, <laughs> when you were able to connect with these women, was this after high school or while you were still in school? So you mean my clients or the women it? you just mentioned when you went to uh, Virginia Beach? Oh, okay. So um, uh, Anaya, I just met her in November, actually. Oh, okay. okay. So I just met her. I just met her this past um, this past well this this past month. So yes, I was able. I traveled to Virginia Beach with a friend of mine who also has a boutique and is a wardrobe stylist. And this is how you know it was serious. I call myself to be bougie, but I don't have no money. That's the thing. How are you bougie, but you don't have no money? That don't add up. So I actually got on the mega bus, which I've never done in my life. I got on the mega bus mm-hmm. and I traveled from Atlanta to Charlotte. And then my friend and I drove from Charlotte to Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing that for just anybody. I'm definitely not getting on the bus sitting next to these strangers right. for anybody. <laughs> so it was really cool to um, meet her and my business cards are actually inspired by her. They're pretty cool. I'll send you a copy. Um, let me know what you think. But yeah, I was I was able to meet her. I have a picture actually, and I'll send it to you. But um, Were they, are they like the little credit cards? Credit cards. Yeah, love that. When yes. I saw that, I said mm-hmm. I love them. <laughs> Everybody loves them. Like I had to find a way because I knew that coming to ATL, there were going to be a million wardrobe stylists. Like Charlotte is a different ball game, and people don't understand that. Now that I'm here and they say like, oh, Charlotte is the up and coming um, ATL. And I'm like, yeah, but no, not really. Like it's coming, but maybe in like six years because ATL is so fast paced. It reminds me of New York. Um, but yeah, I knew that I was coming to a city where everyone already had an established name and I didn't. So I had to di- differentiate myself somehow. And my business cards have been number one hit for that. 
you know, when I used to manage teams and I used to coach them on getting Mm -hmm. the next job or the next opportunity, I used to tell them that, you know, you have to be that wow factor. I was, you know, able to have someone tell me that and I was able to pass it along. And you already established that early on in your career. You're like, okay, I need to have a wow factor. What about me is going to make me the most memorable person in the room? And you did exactly that. Yep. That was the goal. Yeah. And you definitely conquered that. You achieved that goal. So that's, you check that off the list. Now that you know me, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get this working. <laughs> right. Let's get it. Let's go. Stop playing, Johnny. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> okay. So now it comes to graduation time. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? So at that point, were you seeking out design schools, fashion schools, or were you like, look, just, I just want to go to school. <laughs> Okay, so funny story. (laughs) Okay, so I knew that I wanted to go to school. I did a lot of research on my craft prior to Mm -hmm. because it is an experience based craft. I had to make the best decision for school. So a lot of my friends go to local schools, WSSU, Greensboro, you know, all that good stuff. But I'm extremely strategic. I don't like my time to be wasted. Mm-hmm. So I get on and I'm like, okay, well, NYU is out. FDIM is out because they were just too expensive and they were too far from home. Mm-hmm. So I knew that Atlanta was, you know, up and coming. And I had heard about the Art Institute. Um, I actually went to tour about three art institutes before I made my decision on Atlanta. Okay. Because I was I was trying to make the best decision for everybody. Where as a young entrepreneur, you can't really do that. You can have your family into play. Yeah, you care about them, but at that point, once you leave Mama's nest, you leave Mama's nest. They're not gonna, you know, turn their backs on you or not support you. But you got to make the best decision for you. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of research, and the art institute just kept coming up, and I was like, okay, well. If I go to a college like Greensboro, what would I study in? And everybody always says, oh, study in communications because if they're in the industry, they think that communications is going to get them all the way through, which I have friends who have a communications degree and are com- doing something completely different. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, thank you for making that mistake. <laughs> because A lot of my friends are older than me. A lot of my friends are like 24, 28, and they have molded me and matured me even being so young, but... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing sometimes, but a lot of my friends kind of just like say, don't do this. Don't do like with credit cards. Mm-hmm. I'm good. No. Like I'm good. Thank you for making those mistakes. <laughs> Thank you for putting yourself in debt. So I don't have to do it, you know? So um, our Institute kept coming up with these, you know, fashion majors. So I'm not, I knew that I didn't want to be a fashion designer. I actually took an apparel class in high school and sewing mm-hmm. is not my cup of tea. <laughs> So I was like, I don't want to be a fashion designer. I know that they had fashion design as a um, major and then they had fashion marketing management. So did my research like, okay, what jobs come out of fashion marketing management? So retail buyer, retail management, mm-hmm. editorial, you know, all, all of these really th- good things that I thought I was interested in, wardrobe stylist. So I connected the dots and I'm like, okay, how can these, you know, come together? But fashion marketing and management covers so much that people don't even realize that mm-hmm. even if later down the road, I decided that I didn't want to be a wardrobe stylist anymore, I would still have a degree to fall back on that was so business minded that I could get a project manager position as a corp, you know, in corporate America or something of that sort. I still need to be in the upper six figures, if not more than that. 
Mm-hmm. And I've made I've made that I want to make that before I'm 21, honestly. So cross mm. your fingers and say a prayer because <laughs> it is going to happen. <laughs> it is. But I I finally um I had a lot of back and forth, honestly, if I'm being completely honest and transparent with our institute because I just didn't hear as many great reviews about it as other schools. So I mean it's it's an art school, it's a creative school. So when you tell people, hey, I'm going to art institute, they're like, so you're gonna go draw, you're gonna go, you know, learn about Photoshop. Yes, I am. And it's gonna take it's gonna make me a lot of money, sir. Mm-hmm. So um just kind of like stop trying to stop pleasing everybody and had to like really talk to myself autumn what do you want to do so um finalized on the art institute of atlanta and when i tell you this school has opened so many doors for me wow like it has opened so many doors and a lot of people don't know that i was not even gonna go to school really i was not even gonna go to school so when i was in charlotte most most teenagers or most seniors they transition into um college that august august time Mm-hmm. So my school is on a quarterly system, which I love because it's broken down um, by four different quarters and you go, you have your prerequisites, but you have more of your majors, your major mm-hmm. classes, um, you know, first on, just like any other institute. So I had some family issues going on. So I decided to not go in August. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was, I kid you not, I was literally contemplating like, I'm not going to go to school. Like, I was just like, I'm not going to go to school. I'm just. You know, I'm going to deal with what's going on at home and I'll, you know, worry about myself later. Had to patch myself up like, no, you're not. (laughs) You're going to go to school. I have several mentors who have really helped me, propelled me to get to where I am right now. And I talked to each and every one of them and I was like, give me your honest perspective. And they were like, go to school, Autumn. Just go to school. Mm-hmm. all else fails it's on a quarterly system so if you hate it it's not like you were stuck in there for a semester just you know make have a plan b so I wasn't gonna go to school but I ended up going um for the second quarter which was like October 1st mm-hmm. so I've been here for about two months now and it's been fun- phenomenal like I can't even I can't even begin like it's been <laughs> phenomenal that yeah. is awesome because I know that that's something that you know when you're transitioning from high school to college it's like do I really want to go to school like is this something for me do I want to take a year off to really mm-hmm. understand what I want to even do and not waste my parents money <laughs> or right <laughs> you know right. people fall into that trap all the time you know they go to a school and they get there and they're like I don't want to be here and mm-hmm. now you've spent that money and you can't get that money nor time back at all nope so nope. you, you made a very key, like you said, strategic decision that worked best for you. And it ended mm-hmm. up being like the best thing thus far for you. Yep. So I would say to like the young entrepreneurs out there, follow your gut. So <laughs> if your gut is saying, stay home for a year and rack up some coins, because I'd much rather not be in debt and mm-hmm. be home rather than go to school and then you try to rush the situation so now you're back home when you could have just you know kind of prevented that from the get-go but definitely follow your gut if if I would have gone in August then my mindset wouldn't have been where it was when I left in October so my outcome right now would have been completely different so I'm actually glad that I stayed for those two months you know to kind of get things together but definitely follow your gut be fearless and be comfortable in who you are. You have to be comfortable in who you are before anybody else can accept who you are. Mm-hmm. For those young entrepreneurs, because 
they're excited for this podcast, so they're going to be listening. <laughs> but definitely follow your gut. And I live by this quote that says, lay low, only show up when necessary. And I've Ooh. literally done that, and everything has fallen into place. Fallen into place. Lay low, follow your, yeah, lay low, only show up when necessary. necessary. That is an awesome quote. We'll definitely be quoting that on the page. It's a key tip, you know, because like you said, the young entrepreneurs, you're going to be listening to this. And that's Mm -hmm. the main reason I wanted to do this interview with you because so Mm -hmm. many young people are trying to find themselves. They're trying to, you know, where do I fit in and Mm -hmm. where, what path do I need to go? And if you can avoid making those mistakes, do that don't buff your head if you have to yeah definitely so wow so how did your family play into supporting you because I know you mentioned you know people (laughs) you tell people I'm going to an art school they're like what (laughs) right (laughs) they're like you're doing what like right like you gonna go draw and and look at the computer all day I am yes I am John it's gonna be a lot of money sir no (laughs) um so honestly my family they, I didn't talk much about college until my senior year, honestly. So mm-hmm. if you're a senior and you're, or if you're actually a junior or a sophomore or a freshman, save your parents the trouble. Please apply <laughs> for scholarships. Please. Oh God, <laughs> Please apply for scholarships. Like there's nothing like, they say that high school goes by so fast and it really does. But we should have been preparing for this when we was in sixth grade. Because there is so much from senior fees to graduation to prom to senior yes. trips to college. It's just like so much. So just, you know, take advantage of having your parents in the household that's right now before you leave that nest. And please cherish your parents. The Bible says that. Please cherish your parents while you're in their home because you're going to need their support more than you think when you leave. I thought that I was going to talk to my mom like every seven months. I talk to my mother every single day. <laughs> Like every single day, that's my best friend. We argue all the time, but please cherish your parents. Like, and I've I've fallen short there before, and I don't mind being transparent about it because I've learned from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. But take care of your parents while you are in their household, because when you get to the point where you need groceries <laughs> or you need you need something, you gonna be real sad that you was in their house acting crazy. I'm just saying, but um. So my family, were they weren't surprised that I was going to school for fashion. They just were very, have a backup plan, you know, mm-hmm. because the industry is so shaky. Mm-hmm. The entertainment industry is, is extremely shaky. Like, what's your backup plan? So I would say my PR, okay. communications. So I'm interested in... If I can, if I can, you know, multitask and get a communications degree while I'm getting my BA, I'll knock that out too. But what? I mean, look, you, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. So PR is definitely an interest of mine. Um, brand management would be my backup. I definitely want to be in the entertainment industry. Okay. I've already, I've kind of already solidified that. I don't have to be on the, like, I don't want to be the star. I don't want to be the actress, anything. I can be behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but just credit me for my work. Because right. I, I, I spend a lot of time curating certain things. So just credit me for my work. That's all. Just like anybody else, you know. And a lot of people look over wardrobe stylists and I absolutely, absolutely hate it. But 
if you want to chat about that when then we'll get into that but my family was they were really um they supported me they definitely supported me um they weren't really surprised that I was going to school for fashion they were like oh my god you're a drama queen we saw this coming (laughs) but they've they they support me in literally everything I do. Every every single thing I do, I send them stuff, and they're so proud of me. And sometimes, like for example, to be on this podcast, I'm extremely honored. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what? A lot of people don't. A lot of people see the stuff that you don't see in yourself. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, okay, I'm on the radar. Like you know, I'm like, okay, this is just something. But for people to actually acknowledge it and you know that it means a lot and it's still mind-blowing I was like what am I gonna talk about I was like what can I talk about on this thing like it because I see myself being so much further people are probably like oh my gosh you know round of applause but right now I see myself being so much further so trying to you know ease up but you got to go get it out here you have to go get it let me tell you you might see yourself so much further, but I see that you are doing so much right now. Because like I said, I have a, a son who's close to your age and every day I'm just like, okay, did you apply for this? Did you do this? What are you going to do when after school? Like, like we're having these conversations and I see his other friends doing different things in the industry. And I'm like, well, did you apply for that? Did you try out for that? And it's like, and I told him, I said, I'm interviewing this young lady. I said, you need to listen to it and you need to connect with her. I said, because oh, her drive and ambition, oh my gosh, I don't, you don't see that in a lot of young people. So yeah, yeah you're definitely doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing when you're supposed to be thank doing you. it. So thank yeah, you. definitely doing an awesome job. So now you're in school um, mm-hmm. and you decide, okay, this needs to be a real thing. Let me start creating my brand. What was that process like? Oh, my goodness. So if I'm being honest, I have been a little inconsistent with my own styling. Mm-hmm. But I know that it's it's making up. It, it'll be made up for. So with that being said, I came here and I had to, like, like I said, di- differentiate myself and even though I'm young, success doesn't start at any age. I don't care if you're 11 and you're listening to this. If you have a dream and you have the drive, believe in yourself and know that you are capable and execute it. That is literally all you can do. But you have to, you have to start there. So um, really knew that I was coming here and I, it was like a major leap of faith. Because mm-hmm. the pe- people, Atlanta is now like the Black Hollywood, if mm-hmm. I'm being honest. Yeah, it's like literally going to LA and you got five dollars in your pocket. And literally, <laughs> you just like okay, like starving artists all the way, starving <laughs> artists. But branding, branding would be, I don't know, I don't know. I I would say that I came here, I came here with the vision, and everything kind of fell into place because I'm creating my relationship with God, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. So within like two weeks, I was on a film production, interning on the wardrobe team, and I almost lost it. I was like, I'm on a real movie. I was, I, I was like, I am on a real movie. I was calling my mom. I was like, mom, I'm on a movie, mom. Like, it was just <laughs> phenomenal. A few weeks later, 
I am interning for a music video that has been released. So anyone who cares, Illuminati, haha, is a video that I was able to assist on. But really being on these sets and seeing real live actors and learning these industry terms and what continuity pictures are and I'll explain that a little bit. So a little industry secret, but continuity pictures are when you have a wardrobe team and there are actors. So we might shoot one scene one day, but we might have to go back and shoot it like 14 days from now. Mm. So we have to keep the wardrobe for that. And whatever the scene looks like, so if a gentleman's tie was slanted a little bit to the left, we need to be sure that we capture that because on film, when it's released in theater someone else's and that's going to be your fault Mm -hmm. so learning those like those little details um of continuity pictures and just I knew it was a real thing when they fed you (laughs) when they feed you on set lunch and dinner oh it's over I was like oh my goodness this is crazy so just kind of like things are I have I have so many opportunities on the on my plate right now that it's almost overwhelming Mm-hmm. but I'm in my starving artist type of thing so <laughs> I really am like I am broke yeah I am broke but it's okay you just keep going just keep going you woke up it's okay you got limbs just keep going mm-hmm. so branding branding was really just using my mouth mm. I would say that so it wasn't a lot of social media it was more so using my mouth because I, I have service I don't have a product you can't find it at Walmart. You can't find it at Target. You can't find it at CVS. So if I don't open my mouth because I'm not established and I'm still an emerging creative, then no one is going to know about me. Mm-hmm. So I would hand them my business card. Um, I'm extremely goofy and my energy is always really positive. I'm, I've never really given off any negative vibes. So people kind of, they gravitate towards me like a magnet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I introduced myself. Hey, my name is Autumn. I'm, I'm an aspiring stylist. Just moved here from the greater metro area of Charlotte. Very confident. Even though on the inside, I was really scared. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, girl. <laughs> like, hand them that business card. And we were, I was in there. Like, I have so many people reaching out saying, hey, you know, I need an assistant for this. And although it's not mm-hmm. paid work, you kind of have to, you got to, you got to stray away from that. Yeah. So these young entrepreneurs who are going to be listening to this, I had to realize that because this is an experience-based industry, that goes for models, photographers, makeup artists, music artists. You're going to have to do a lot of pro bono and free work before you expect someone to pay you. So once I was able to, you know, wrap my head around that, how I was going to make things work financially, because I don't live on campus. My school is an institute, so I have to drive to school and drive back. Mm, So... Being that I had to have money for gas, have money for food, and all this good stuff, I had, once once I realized that I had humbled myself and start using this for opportunity, I was pretty good. Yeah, so my, my, my branding was really just using the instrument that God gave me, which is my mouth. That's so it. I would literally just talk at my school. I would talk to everybody like, hey, what do you do? And barter. Barter, barter yeah. my way through. Mm-hmm. That's what branding branding did for me. Now that was a good key tip because there are people who are starting out in business and they want to make mm-hmm. the big bucks and they want to be established, but they don't realize they have to start somewhere. Like mm-hmm. you have to, you know. I was just listening to um, another live where the young lady who is killing it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was like, 
you know, I did some speaking engagement that were free. You know, I taught classes that were free because those free classes and those free opportunities are developing you. You know, Absolutely. they're getting your foot in the door. So when it's time to get to that next level, people are going to remember you and they're going to throw your name in the hat. They're going to say, mm-hmm. hey, I remember Autumn. You mm-hmm. need to call her. I worked with her and I had a good experience with her. That's yeah, that's the thing that a lot of these young privileged because that's what we are. Mm-hmm. We feel privileged. <laughs> um, like everything is just supposed to fall in line for us. Mm-hmm. But in reality, nah dog. You have the wrong life if that's what you think, especially if you want to be in this industry. I'm speaking for for this industry. For corporate America, great. You can put some things on a resume and somebody will hire you because you you might come and look the part and you might sound the part during the interview. But for my specific career in industry, it is experience based. And there's no way that I'm gonna tell somebody, hey, you need to pay me three hundred dollars to curate your closet, but I have no portfolio, I have no testimonial, I have no one to speak for me. So um, this free work is honestly my best work. I started hosting test shoots mm-hmm. um, in the Atlanta area and in Charlotte also, where I just started this movement. It doesn't really, it started to me as I was like, oh, let me just do a test shoot. <laughs> but it has become so much more bigger than that. So it's actually a movement that I started. And I host test shoots that if you don't, if you don't know what a test shoot is, then it's pro bono where creatives, emerging creatives and established um, come together to build their portfolio. Mm-hmm. So makeup artist does it for free, wardrobe stylist does it for free, photographer does it for free, and everything has literally been phenomenal. I've done two thus far, so um, check it out on my page, autumn.naomi or autumn.naomi.styles to see my work. My portfolio is going to be up in the new year, um, but test shoots. Mm-hmm. In this industry, test shoots. Humble yourself, people. Like, Please. <laughs> Humble yourself. And I knew that coming to Atlanta was either going to do two things, make me or break me. I knew that I could come here and I could party every night and I could, you know, see all of these celebrities because they're here. Now, that's true. They are definitely here. Or I could connect with these celebrities. Let's do work together. Let's do business together. So Mm -hmm. coming here was it was really like a leap of faith, but definitely, definitely network, definitely you cannot be afraid to speak about your business. I feel like we always are talking about our, our friends' businesses and, you know, oh, that's my homegirl. Go check her out. Oh, that's my homeboy. Go check him out. Girl, what do, what do you do? What about you? Like, what do you do? <laughs> so I'm always encouraging people, like, you know, you got to – I'm definitely an extrovert. And even my friends who are introverts, I'm like, be confident about your business. Yeah. Because it's, we get real, real, real subtle and real shy. Like, oh yeah, I'm just a wardrobe stylist. Like, no. And it, and it doesn't mean that you're being cocky. Will you confidently say, "Hi, my name is Autumn Naomi. I'm an aspiring wardrobe stylist. Nice to meet you." That is not cockiness. It's That's not. simply confident. So, mm-hmm. but you have to be comfortable. You have to be comfortable with yourself before you even you even think that guy's gonna escalate you there. Yes. And you um, touched on a couple of things. So right now you're, you're there in Atlanta and you're working. <laughs> you, you said that you broke. <laughs> yes, I am. I, I kid you not. $3 to a day. But you're being fearless in this whole, in this whole journey. Like you don't live on campus. So I can't even imagine like when I graduated from high school. 
still just like, I'm just going to move out. Like, that's a whole experience within itself when you're on campus. But to not even live on campus, that's a whole nother opportunity. You go into a new city. You don't really know necessarily the area or what you're getting yourself into. But you're there and you're mm-hmm. doing it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And shout out to my family. So, I actually live with my family. I live with my uncle and my aunt. And oh. they opened their doors to me. Yeah, I don't live by myself, but I live with my uncle and my aunt. They opened they opened their doors to me when um, I made the decision to move to Atlanta. And um, I, I share love offerings with them. So that's my little token of, of appreciation. And um, because they really didn't have to. I really could have been a student who was paying $800 for, you know, a studio apartment downtown Atlanta or, you know, something crazy, but they're letting me stay here free of charge, minus my little token of appreciation, because I love them. Mm-hmm. And um, they definitely take care of me, and one day when I write a book, they're going to be in it. So I appreciate <laughs> them and all that they've done for me. But yeah, definitely the traffic is crazy, having like 9 a.m. classes and having Ooh. to leave like two hours early. Like, you have to be dedicated to your class. Period. Point blank period. So I had a Photoshop class that I was taking, um, which is pretty cool. I mean, you get to learn Photoshop, which means that I can do all of my promotional and marketing materials by myself. I don't have to pay anybody. Mm -hmm. So that's the benefit of going to, you know, art schools. There are also other projects, um, I'm sorry, programs, web design, we have fashion design, we have graphic design, we have photography. So everything is literally right there. We have audio, videography. So you can barter within your school. Within the school. But you have to... You got to be driven. Like, you have to be driven. That's what it really is. That is awesome. That is awesome. You've touched on some very key things throughout this whole entire interview that, again, people your age don't even think like that. But, you know, you had some, obviously, some good motivation and some good role models and some really good supportive people in your lives who are like, I don't need to make these same mistakes. You're like, I, I learned and I'm going to do yes. the opposite. <laughs> And so, yeah, if whoever is, you know, in a young entrepreneur and you're listening to this, like, please take down these nuggets that she is putting down in this podcast because people your age do not think like that. <laughs> agreed. Yes. Agreed. 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 And my, my, my last bit of advice that I would say is be fearful. Like that is so cliche because mm-hmm. a lot of people say it. But you have to think of a different perspective. What is being fearful from not even just young entrepreneurs, some established entrepreneurs also, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I believe that sometimes we compare ourselves when you cannot compare yourself. There is Mm -hmm. no comparison. You have to know that you're the only Rhonda Evans. I'm the only Autumn Naomi. And people Mm -hmm. are going to mess with you because of your personality and what positive vibes and love you bring to the table. Likewise for me, but there's completely different audience. You're going to appeal right. to different people. Your branding is going to be different. You were you were born different. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, um, like I said, the biggest thing, your podcast is called Shift the Plan. The biggest thing that shifted me was when I truly gave my life to Christ. Amen. Allowed in church. Like, it wasn't even that. Like, am deciding this is my this is my lifestyle this is what I'm gonna live Ooh. by mm-hmm. and from then like I started paying tithes and offerings importing oh, tithes okay. and offerings and the reward it's not even to reap the reward honestly it's that's just what God asked us to do 10% 
Like my grandma used to get on me about that all the time, but 10% is literally nothing if you think about it. We will go and spend money on Chick-fil-A meals and Balenciagas, but y'all can't give God nothing? Oh, no. Nah. I had to change my circle. My circle is tight as a Cheerio because that's See? literally when my shift began. I started paying my tithes and offerings. I started ministering to other people. And it doesn't have to be this big, holy matrimony in front of everybody. You don't have to put on a front and show everybody that you're at church Mm 24-7. I'm still here. I'm not a robot. I make mistakes, but it's something called repentance Mm -hmm. that once you repent and you're not abusing God for it or of it, you, you have to really dedicate your life. But your podcast is named Shift the Plan. So I had to touch on what really shifted. When I started paying my tithes and offerings and I started really dedicating my life and everything that I do to God and acknowledging him in that, like, thank mm-hmm. you, God, for waking me up this morning. Thank you, God, for getting me to this destination. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, all of that is even for the creatives that are going to be listening to this and the young entrepreneurs. I've recently been in, I was recently in an accident. Mm-hmm. So coming back home from um, Thanksgiving and I was in a really tough time of like, I had no motivation. I was so lazy. Like I had so many things. I have several internships. Shout out to all my mentors because I love them so much. They have really propelled me to where I am in life right now. But I knew that I had certain things coming up. Like there are so many big projects that are dropping in 2019. So definitely stay tuned. But it's okay to reboot yourself mm-hmm. as a creative. It's yes. okay to take a few days and like just chill out, mm-hmm. and that's what I think that a lot of people. If you if you're not on Instagram doing this and doing that and showing off a lot, most of the people who have the money don't show a daggone thing. At I all. am broke. Look, I I told myself once I make my six figures, nobody really gonna know it. I might give one testimony, but I don't need y'all calling me asking me for money. Cause where was you when I was in the trenches? You know. Yeah, like seriously, yes. but it's definitely from somebody who is still growing because I I really appreciate all the love that I get. But but from somebody who's still a growing growing and aspiring creative, it is okay to completely reboot yourself. Take the plug out of the computer, shut the laptop, and enjoy a day. Sundays yes. and Mondays are my self care days. I literally try to do absolutely nothing, and that is what keeps you going. Mm. You have to be able to reboot yourself. Have to girl. Let me just look. I'll start preaching. (laughs) Let me tell you, you about to have me in this in this closet, (laughs) in the prayer closet. And honey, Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, that testimony right there is why I do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I had to really think about what platform do I want to use? What do I want to use this platform for? And yes, I could be talking about like, it just so happens <laughs> that the women that I have on here are business owners, but it's more about that story. It's more about the shift. It's more about what happened before they got to that point that is even having them go in that direction. And the fact that you are unapologetically on here saying mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for my journey with Christ, for me shifting my mindset and saying, I have to give him everything, then none of this would be possible. So Absolutely. thank you for that, honey. Don't have to shower. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that is that is very important. And letting go that society has this big umbrella over us that we have to live up to these standards. Mm-hmm. You don't have to you don't have to make any type of affirmation to anybody but yeah. yourself, you know? So 
for for these young entrepreneurs, I'm really excited for this so that they can really get an insight. You are capable of everything. You've That's got right. to put your mind to it. You've got it. And even if you're not a believer, because I understand that we have different perspectives. Right. So what? Mm-hmm. So what? You still have dreams that can be accomplished and achieved. Yep. So I think we need to give them a challenge. We need to come up with some type of challenge for like 2019. I, do too. I, like I don't know. That. I don't know, but I do have something dropping for young entrepreneurs in 2019. It's not a podcast, but it's gonna be it's gonna be super dope. So we'll we'll chat about that later. But I think we need to come up with a challenge and maybe they make something or, you know, do some type of video of telling us what they're gonna do in 2019. Maybe we can do like a quarterly check-in or something, something super dope because yes. you have to have accountability partners. And remember we were accountability partners. Yes, we were. So those are those are really important, you know, and this I believe this like I prayed before I got on this podcast and I believe that God is gonna open shift the pot shift the plan podcast in twenty nineteen to bigger and better things. Mm. Like Thank like you. I have to you know everything that I'm saying is not is none of me. It's all all God. Mm-hmm. So I so, certainly appreciate you, and I'm so honored to be on here and connect with these people who really, you know, they need to hear this. So let yeah, we'll come up with something, then, and then we'll we'll make. It's we'll funny make that you said that because I was just telling my friend the other day previously when I was not that person who wanted to do lives and get on uh, mm-hmm. social media like that. I um we had a challenge and we went live every single day for that whole entire month and it could be it could have been about business it could have been about mm-hmm. personal it could have been about whatever just how my day was going but it completely changed a lot of things it co- it changed how I communicated with people you know it changed my exposure to people um it definitely let me feel comfortable and built up that confidence level so maybe it could be something similar to that mm-hmm. yeah let's do it because you got to give these young people a ch- you got to give them a challenge you got to check up on them because they like to go wander off like I tell you we, we feel privileged we really feel like everything is supposed to be given to us with a silver spoon like no mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm. that's not how it works and although my family is extremely blessed and um I have I've had some really great experience over my lifetime once I got to college I realized okay money is a real thing and I don't have any of it so it's a real we're gonna thing. have to um, we're gonna have to you know do a little reevaluation with how we're gonna live you know mm-hmm. luxury has got to be cut out but it's okay if you're really serious about what you want to do you won't mind cutting out not getting your nails done or you know not getting your hair done every two weeks like you know you know, I'm definitely before this releases, I'm gonna have to give my 16 and my 18 year old <laughs> sneak peek of this, okay? Yes, alone that you yes. think you're privileged. You're not, yes, you're not. You pay no bills, you pay no bills. None. How are you privileged? Now, I do, I will say, I do pay a few of my bills, but that's helped me like budget things out and all that good stuff. But if you have, if you pay no bills, you have no real responsibility, please have step receipts today and every Thank day. You. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely let them hear a sneak peek of this. So, Oh, my God. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you, what's the next big thing? I know you can't really give Ooh. too much, but what's oh the next gosh. big thing for you? Okay, so I will say, do, 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 do. <laughs> I have I have so much. I have so much going on that I try to, like, make announcements. But I try to not say too much because I want to keep my audience anticipated. Mm-hmm. So... My next big thing that's like really, really that soon is this Saturday, I will be assisting on a really big film. Okay. It's going to be featured on BT. 
Oh. Right. So I'm mean, really excited about that. Um, I won't say the name of it or anything, but it'll be on BT and it'll be in 2019. So I'm really excited about that. And um, that's this Saturday. So pray. I and this set, so I don't know when this is going to be released, but we're in the month of December right now. So in December, I'm going to be assisting on a really big film um, that's going to be released on BT in 2019. So that's really big. And then in the year 2019, I have two big projects that I'm working on myself. Mm-hmm. One of them is going to be for young entrepreneurs. Okay. Um, so I'm really excited on that. That's all I'll say about that. And then the second one, how can I describe it? Um it's going to be accessible to, to everyone. So it's okay. not going to be just young entrepreneurs. But two 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 things that you want to stay around for. Um, of course, I'm always styling. So if you mm-hmm. need styling services, then personal styling, wardrobe styling, special event styling, um, creative photo shooting styling, then I'm your girl. And I will travel. I will travel. But I'm extremely business-minded. So like any other wardrobe stylist, any other model, any other, you know, photographer, there are wages that are, you know, that need to be discussed. I'm not going to travel across to Europe for free. I'm you not going to do that. Me. Right. But we can work. We can negotiate. We could, if you listen to the podcast, then, then you'll get a, you'll get a discount. We can make that deal. If you listen there to the podcast and that's how, we'll, we'll have to know that you have to listen to the whole way, the whole way through. So that right. you can get your little discount. Ship the podcast discount. Praise the Lord. <laughs> there it is. So you gotta listen to the whole thing to hear that. You gotta listen to the whole thing. Period. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love that you are willing to give back because oh, people yeah. gave to you, so mm-hmm. you're giving back to others. So I love that. Yeah. So what we're gonna do before we end, I have a okay. segment. It's called okay. Time Capsule because okay. you know we want to go back and revisit this. You know, let people continue to learn from the words that you're speaking today on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so this first question that uh-huh. <laughs> I normally say, you know, what advice would you give your younger self? But what I'm going to ask you is, what advice are, would you give your older self? What advice would I give my older self? Oh my goodness, that's a good question. <laughs> what advice would I give my older self? Oh my goodness, I did not think about that. That's a really good question. Okay, let me let me think for a moment. What advice would I give my older self? Continue to be genuine. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I would tell myself because like I said, this industry can be so toxic and you will conform to somebody that you're not, you know, meeting all these celebrities and they have all of these, you know, designer, all of this stuff. I've never really been, honestly, (laughs) people think that because you're into fashion that you want Balenciaga's and Prada. I don't. I've learned (laughs) the art of thrifting as a college student and baby, Mm -hmm. you can make a bomb outfit with 20 bucks. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Um, I would honestly just tell myself be genuine, continue to be genuine, whether that's when I'm 25, 35, 45. Hopefully, I will rise in the industry and um, continue to have the same mindset that I have about Christ. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people will come into the industry one way and then leave another. And that yeah. can sometimes be via suicide, via anything. And I, God forbid, all of that. But it's valid. This is stuff that needs to be yeah. talked talk about. It so I would, just, I, would, I would tell myself, continue to be genuine. I love it. Continue to be genuine. Because you are so true. You can totally change 
who you are from whether it be imposter syndrome or it just be you know just wanting to fit in and get to that next step so badly that you lose what your character is and what brought you there in the first place so yeah number two what keeps you sane through all of this what keeps me sane oh my goodness what does keep me sane because I'm like (laughs) how (laughs) like how Jesus um what keeps me sane um music keeps me sane Mm -hmm. music is a music is a big part of my life um J. Cole is my favorite artist, so if anyone knows who he is, his perspective on life is a lot different than most R&B, hip-hop artists, Um, so I get a lot of wisdom and all of that from him being so young. I would say music and my siblings. I have two Mm. younger siblings. They are, um, from my mom's side, they are four and one, and literally the the most precious thing ever they're like my my children and they just like looking at pictures of them and like I miss them so much but looking at pictures and videos like they calm me down I'm just like okay Autumn you can do it you can do it you can do it because that's that's ultimately who I do it for my family none of this is really for me it's for my family definitely I'm paying my mom's car not off before I'm 21 period I speak that (laughs) oh I love it mama did a really good job thank you (laughs) I love it um let's see number three what tools have helped you the most in your journey so far and that could be anything like journaling Mm. uh you know different programs whatever okay so I would say email Mm -hmm. number one really email oh yes so email before even social media like Mm -hmm. social media is sometimes the source but sending emails, a lot of people are scared to make that initial, you know, first reach out. Mm-hmm. I don't care. When I see, like, example, for my mentors, all of my mentors have different things that I like about them. Um, mm-hmm. Two of them are based in L.A. One of them is based in Baltimore. And another one is based in Atlanta. So I have several that I can, like, if someone else isn't available, then I can touch base with another one and say, hey, I got this. Let me know what you think, which is very important for young entrepreneurs. Please have someone that you can look up to that is not on the same level as you. It does not need to be your best friend who you can call and say, you know, because they're going to tell, I mean, they, my best friend, I love my best friend, but if she comes to me with something crazy, then I'm going to tell her you're crazy for that. You know, I'm not just going (laughs) to agree with everything that she says. So it definitely does not, yes, it doesn't need to be somebody who's on your level. It needs to be somebody 10 times better, greater than you, because why do we want to be stagnant when we can be phenomenal? Like, you know, so um, I would say email. So I, how I got a a touch with a lot of my mentors who are virtual is through email. So I would say, hey, you know, my name is Arnold Lee. I'm going to find workup stylist. I really like some of the work that you've done. Are you able to, or are you willing to, because you always want to ask for permission, because like I said, we feel privileged. Do you have the capability? Do you have the availability? Are you willing to? Those type of phrases are what you want to ask for when you're asking for help or assistance. Um, So I would say, you know, do you have the availability to chat? So we would chat. I would send my resume as well as my availability. And they would look and they would say, okay, here are some of the projects. Like, for example, one of my mentors who I I met her earlier this year. I haven't even been styling for a complete year just yet. But I met her earlier this year. 
I'm actually going to be assisting her with Celebrity All-Star Fashion Week in Charlotte. So, okay. mm-hmm. let me yeah. find out. Yeah, That's like, awesome. doors will open, but you have to be the initial. You have to inquire. You have to reach out. Like, stop being afraid. Have your resume. Oh, my goodness. A resume is oh my goodness resume references all of that that business mind of everything will drive your business the creativity and the styling that that's a gift you can't teach anybody how to style that's a god-given gift so although you might be able to put an outfit together I don't mind sharing where I get items from like some people are really stingy but Mm -hmm. your perspective is different than mine so why would I be intimidated by that you know so Mm -hmm. um Email definitely. If you if you are a young entrepreneur and you don't send emails, start today. Like, yes. period. Your signature. Get out the DM. Yeah. Yes. Please, Jesus. Please get out the DM. Say it again. Get out the DM. That is so unprofessional. Yeah. That is so unprofessional. Do not DM me about an opportunity. No. Send an email. Send your resume. And if they don't answer, follow up. Follow up. And if they don't answer again, call them. Do y'all know what initiative is? Do y'all know what ambition is? I mean, come on. But email, I do a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. I do a lot, a lot of reading. Um, I do a lot of reading on fashion. I, people think that you just wake up and the trends are in your mind. No, you have to keep up with this stuff. Like, I read a lot of fashion blogs. Um, I read a lot of books about being a stylist. I read a lot about entrepreneur, a lot of entrepreneur, entrepreneurial books, excuse me, um, magazines but reading and that's why my vocabulary has begun to just become extensive mm-hmm. I don't want to be stagnant like let's go I, I need to be able to cut you out and say some words and you don't even understand what I'm saying you know <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> uh, number four if you could pass the torch to any future entrepreneur, like someone who is going under the radar, but people should know about them, who would that be? Oh. Oh my goodness. An entrepreneur who is under the radar, but people need to know about them. There are so many. That's the thing. Oh my goodness. How can I name one? <laughs> all of my friends are so, you know, well, not all of my friends because my initial circle, they aren't even business owners. They're like, mm-hmm. Autumn, why are you talking like that? Why are you doing this? Because I'm always trying to like set appointments with them. I'm like, okay, are you guys available to chat? Like I'm always, I don't know. I've, I've become very business minded now. But my 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 tightest circle is they aren't even business owners or entrepreneurs. Um, Who would I say? Oh my goodness. I don't want to... Or even if they're not a business owner, because I know last the uh, last week when I was doing the recording, uh, there was a young lady. She, you know, she has her regular old job, but mm-hmm. her and her husband do some extraordinary things within the community, and mm-hmm. so that's why um, the young lady mentioned her. So, not even necessarily a business owner. <clears throat> that is a really, really. I get why you do this. This is good, though, because it gives people, you know, like, they have to actually think. They can't just, um, oh, my goodness. I literally cannot even think. Okay. I'm literally, like, I don't, it's, there's <laughs> so like, many. So, so many. There's so many different, oh, my goodness. Give okay. me your top three. 
My top three. Okay. So I'm going to say Deja Penn, who is, oh, this is not cheating. This is my cousin, but, but we haven't, we just started getting close, like not too long. You know how you know cousins, but you don't mm-hmm. really know them. So Deja Penn, she's an emerging model. Um, oh, she's wow. located in Greensboro, but she'll be moving. She was actually my model. I'm not sure if you saw the cheetah, the red cheetah outfit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was my cousin. She she's Jesus. an emerging model. Oh my! She God. killed it, right? Yeah. So <laughs> thank you so much. So Deja Pim, um, she's definitely under the radar. She's gorgeous, but people need to know that she's coming to ATL and she's coming to take every Vogue cover. She's coming <laughs> to take every it. Harper's. Design. Like I'm not joking. Um, so Deja Pim, blessing to you. Um, I would say. Justin Gadsden Mm -hmm. so Justin and I have been friends since middle school and he is actually a student at Fayetteville State he's Mm -hmm. studying sports management or sports marketing and management I believe um Justin literally as an eighth grader had the mind that I have right now like as a 19 year old so he um has a brand called ETNS Elite Total Networking Sports I believe ETNS and um, kind of brings light to the younger, same thing that I do, but for the sports marketing field. Okay. So um, he's doing some really great things in Fayetteville and in Charlotte as well. Blessings to him. Um, last one I will say is Jadora Clothing. Um, she's a designer. Her name is Kashana, mm-hmm. um, located in Charlotte. And we actually went to the same high school. So she, as a designer, it's really hard because there's so many designers and you have to like, again, differentiate yourself from everyone from, you know, you have to get noticed in some way. Mm -hmm. She's been going really hard. I used to host something on my styling page called Feature Fridays. And that was just like, you know, aspiring whomever, but they had to be young. So Mm -hmm. she was one of my first, um, one of my first to be featured, but she's doing some awesome things at Jadora Clothing. I'll be sure I share all of their handles with yes. you. Yes, thank you. Um, but yeah, so those are my three. Deja, Justin, and Kashana are definitely going really hard at what they want to do. Awesome, awesome. Yes, we will de- uh, absolutely put their handles in the um, show notes so people can connect with them as well. Awesome. And then last but not least, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you most thankful for throughout your journey so far? Oh my goodness. This is gonna sound so cliche, but I'm so thankful <laughs> for my my failures. Mm, that's I'm a good so thankful one. for my failures. Um I think that a lot of people think that being a wardrobe stylist is just like, oh, throw this outfit together when it's so not. Mm. I mean, curating lookbooks and really taking a garment and looking at the construction of how a garment is made and how it's going to fit on a certain body type to color theory. And, like, there's so much more mm-hmm. textiles, you know, that goes into it. Um, so I'll share a really small story, but I had my first plus-size client mm-hmm. over the summer. I love the plus-size girls. It was <laughs> definitely a challenge for me. 
and I made a few mistakes. Um, as I said, I haven't been styling forever, but I made a few mistakes as far as like ordering online and the dress of course said that it was supposed to be here one day but it ended up not coming until the day before her party so Mm -hmm. we had the fitting at like midnight the day of her party so I'm just like oh yeah you know the size chart said this and you know just being really comfortable in my business and being really confident so I'm like oh yeah I'm not even gonna you know worry about it get to the client's hotel room the client dress does not fit oh and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, you know, this is honestly also the moment where I shifted and I knew that I actually wanted to be a wardrobe stylist mm-hmm. because after I, I cried, like I cried for the first time mm. in my career because I knew that once the dress didn't fit and I could see the disappointment on her face, like, oh my goodness, I'm not going to have, you know, something to wear. I was like, oh, nah, not working with me, not working with all them not on me styles, girl, you better stop playing. So... I gathered my my life together and I was very strategic about what I was going to do. So that's a a really big thing for me, strategy. Mm -hmm. So instead of being the typical, you know, emerging wardrobe stylist and just going to any malls, I said, no, we got to cut this. We got to break this down. We're going to start from the south side. We're going to go to the north side. And we're not going to every mall. What stores have specifically what my client needs? If I'm looking for a certain color, a certain, you know, you know, narrowing that down. So that it was a success but it was also a failure because now I know as a wardrobe stylist that Mm -hmm. if somebody says come with three outfits I'm coming with 15 because Mm -hmm. options is something that you need to have if this doesn't work you know you got to have this and having a styling kit is really Mm -hmm. crucial someone um actually purchased some of my first styling kit things for my graduation so I have people on my team who want to see me win um but those failures getting my documents together, knowing that I need to have a client stylist agreement, even if we're, mm-hmm. even if this is a barter, there still needs to be an agreement saying that in exchange of this, I'm giving you this service because you're not taking me to court for this. We're not doing that, okay? No. But all of that is important. Having a statement of work, having a, if someone reaches out to you for a specific job, can I have a scope of work? What is my availability going to be like? What is my pay rate? Even though we're young, we yes. don't have to be young-minded. That's what people don't understand. You do not have to be young-minded because you're 11, 12, is it? Just saying, Um, you know, a lot of people, they're not business-minded. They just decide, they wake up one day like, oh, I want to be a hairstylist because they've done their, their cousin's hair one time, which is nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> you need to be sure that you cover your behind as far as having your agreements out, having your scope or your scope of work, your statement of work. All of that is really, really important. People don't understand. Like they'll, they're worried about getting incorporated in LLC before you have an agreement. And then when you end up in court because somebody bamboozled you, you know, yeah. so all of that is very important. Like young entrepreneurship is a real thing, but you have to be driven. You have to be focus you have to be fearless you have to believe in yourself half of that is the battle mm-hmm. honestly if you start b- believing in yourself like how can you expect people to buy your products that you don't even believe in exactly. you know so yes awesome these were all really good answers I'm definitely Yay. sure that 
the listeners will learn something from the time capsule because you said some really key and strategic things. So I am grateful for that. So where can people find you at? How can they connect? Oh with my you? goodness. Okay. So <laughs> y'all can find me. Um, I'm my biggest social media handle is Instagram. So that would be autumn. That's spelled A U T U M N dot Naomi spelled A. Mm. Let me start that over. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram at autumn.naomi, spelled A-U-T-U-M-N-N-A-I-O-M-I. And my styling page is Autumn Naomi Styles, which is just Autumn Naomi and then Styles. And my portfolio will be dropping at the beginning of the year in 2019. So people will be able to book with me. They'll be able to learn more about my business. They'll be able to see my testimonials, contact with me, like, I'm ready. Like, let's work together. Let's, 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 you know, kill it. Let's kill 2019 with these bomb outfits. Like, y'all are not ready. Hey, look, I think 20, 2019 is going to emerge so many influential leaders and people just like really blowing up in their businesses because people are not waiting for someone to give it to them these days. No. You're going out there and taking it. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yes. 2019 definitely smells like the level up <laughs> yes come on level up i'm with it <laughs> so thank you for joining me today i'm excited thank to have you. you on here so many people um from the old to the young can definitely learn from all the things that you spoke about and thank you for being transparent because you don't have to do that part either so absolutely i appreciate well, thank it thank you so so much i am so honored and I hope that everyone who listens to this definitely takes something away if you do either reach out to Rhonda or myself let us know a gym that you that you took away and and stay tuned for our challenge that we'll try to get the young entrepreneurs to be a part of absolutely so great talking to you. around the time that um this episode drops We'll do a Q&A session as well okay. like as a follow-up for people to ask questions or, awesome. you know, about any subject or anything that you talked about within the episode. So. Awesome. All I'm right. Thank well, you so thank much, Miss Rhonda. You are welcome. Right. And you guys have a great evening. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shift the Plan Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you are subscribed and that you rate this episode as well as leave a review. Let me know what you think as well as any questions you may have for the guest that was on the episode today. Now, some exciting news. If you haven't already seen it on my uh, Shift the Plan Podcast or my personal page, The Rhonda Evans, we are now a whole tribe, y'all. I know it has evolved from just me having the idea to starting the podcast to now wanting to connect with more individuals who are shift makers, those who are making an impact in different areas in the community and education, mental health, and just what that foundation of building families are. Um, And so I'm excited to announce that we are now an organization called Shift Maker Charlotte. So you can head on over to our Instagram page at shift.makers.clt and take a look at what we have going on. And you can also go directly to the website at shifttheplan.com backslash join the tribe.